This week, Parenting Bites is brought to you by Bitdefender Box. Do you own a smart TV, baby monitor, tablet, or internet router? Chances are your answer is yes to at least one of these. Without realizing it, we are transforming our living spaces into smart homes. And security research shows that some smart devices are more prone to hacking than we think. In one instance, more than 100,000 internet-connected devices, including a smart fridge, were hacked and used to instruct websites and send spam. The Bitdefender box is the security solution every parent should be using to protect their loved ones in today's digital age. When you install Bitdefender box into your home network, it immediately begins analyzing all internet traffic from your smart devices, blocking malware and hacking attempts that you can then track in real time via the Bitdefender box app. With Bitdefender Box, you are able to safely protect your passwords, photos, credit cards, and all other items that are important to you and your family. With over 15 years' experience in internet security, Bitdefender is a powerful ally we should all be using to protect our homes. Welcome to the internet of good things. Find out more about Bitdefender Box by visiting bitdefender.com box. That's bitdefender.com box. Secure your smart home before it's too late. Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Hi, welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy of KidsViews.com. I'm here in the studio today. Happy New Year with Amy Oztan. Happy New Year. AmyEverAfter.com. Andrea is already on her way to CES, the Consumer Electronics Show. Um, actually, she's already in Vegas, I should say. Yeah, she's there. And we will have a special show next week because Amy's off tomorrow to be with Andrea. Um, and we will have a special show next week where we're going to report on all of the latest, coolest gadgets, mm-hmm. connected devices, I don't know, gizmos galore. And that's going to be our 100th show. It's going to be our 100th show yeah. next week? Oh, that's extra special. Oh, yeah. that's honestly <laughs> terrifying. Um, but it'll be a rundown of all the cool tech that all parents should know about, all women should know about, all yes. dads should know about, men, whatever. It's all the cool stuff coming out of CES. There's a lot of connected home devices. Oh, yeah. Connected oh my home God. is huge Connected home this is year. everything. Um, and so we'll stay tuned for that next week mm-hmm. and I'm so happy I'm not going to Vegas this is my first time in eight years I'm not going you got so sick last year I was so sick that I think I have PTSD <laughs> I'm, I'm not even joking like the thought of going back I became physically ill at the thought of just being on I was so sick when I came off that airplane you were hacking up along for like the next two or three podcasts no, no, no. It, it, it was in your throat it, it was in your wasn't chest. just in my chest I had an ocular migraine <gasps> And I, uh, I called my husband from the airport because I didn't think I could make it out of the airport myself. Oh, my God. I was that incapacitated. I didn't know about um, that part. Oh, yeah, no, no. And that happened on the plane. It Ugh. was horrifying. I really thought I, I might not get home. I thought he was going to have to come out to New York Airport and get me. Uh, but somehow I got into the back of the cab and I like laid down in the back <laughs> until he got me home. Well, that's not safe. Anyway, but it was worth it because I saw Elton John the night before, where, <laughs> which is definitely where I got sick because everyone who was at that concert got sick. Oh, like no. everybody was well, out. Andrew is going count. to the Sting concert. That's I know, the big I'm thing. And I'm not, it's the same so, company. It's Harmon. They well, do these if, concerts if every year. If she gets sick and I don't, then we know it's definitely the concert. I think it was all the shared like buffet food. That's my convinced. No, <laughs> full of germs. But I don't, anyway, I don't stay away from the buffet food, so I'm doomed. And it was all the cheese, so you would have been oh. all there in it. Um, <laughs> so this week on the show to kick off the new year, we're going to talk about productivity apps, organization, mm-hmm. how you can get your family and yourself geared up for the new year and be productive, and then we are going to talk about parenting resolutions. 
do you make them? Should you make them? <laughs> Should you have your kids make resolutions? What do you think of resolutions? I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm always on the fence on resolutions. So we'll tackle that in topic two, and then we'll have our very short bites of the week, since it's just me and Amy. Yes. And Amy looks terrified. She totally forgot to do her bite. Totally. I'm, I'm, you know where I am? My head is still in, in, in a casino in Niagara Falls. That's where I was for the past three days. And, and then I'm, you're off to Vegas tomorrow. Yeah, and then I'm off to Vegas. I, so this is just like a short stop between gambling, really. My head is not here. That's really funny. That's like a weird <laughs> thing that you, I guess it's just how it happens every year, because you always yep. do that every we year. All, my husband and I always spend New Year's Eve at the same casino, and then um, and then and then I go to Vegas. Usually not right to, it's usually not like a day later. CES is days. early this year. No, it's late. It's a day it's, later, but New Year's Eve was late. Like, the, well, it's we later had the second in, off. It's later in the week, but it's weird, like, how everything worked out. Like, I usually yeah. have at least a couple days home, and yeah. I have a day. I think it's because Tuesday, because Monday was a day off. Yeah. So, it, like, screwed yeah. everything. made everything yep. an extra day. Yeah, we came home side. a day late. So, aside from all of that loveliness, yeah. let's jump in. We're going to talk about organization, productivity. Yes. All that kind of stuff for the new year. So, I have a weird thing, which is I don't think of New Year's as the new year in my head. I have two New Year's. Oh, because you're Jewish. No, and I don't care. Oh, not that. even that New Year? <laughs> I don't care about Rosh Hashanah. So you've, got, you've actually got three New Year's. Well, I have two that like actually feel to me like a new year, and they're, and they're actually exactly six months apart. And it's my birthday. My birthday always feels to me is actually more of the day that I re- like reflect on my huh. year. Um, I don't know. It just feels more to me like a next beginning. And my birthday's in March. And then my next one is the school year. Like for me, for some reason, the school year, because I have kids, that September feels more like a new year that I have to plan ahead. And then my birthday is just, I hate my birthday and it always feel like, (laughs) oh, it's my birthday. And then I always think back to my year and back to ahead. I don't know, whatever. Um, But New Year's, I mean, could there have been more Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, whatever commercials, Planet Fitness? And skinny Oprah was everywhere. Skinny Not Oprah. Not being deprived. Right. Skinny Oprah cooking her pasta for her friends. Um, every commercial on TV right now yeah. is some kind of weight loss fitness thing. So I guess that's what people are doing. And then taxes. It's like yeah. weight loss and tax commercials that's all it was. hit on January 1st. And... I, I, yay for people who it works for. Mm-hmm. Yay for everyone who sets that as their resolutions and, and picks those apps and does those things. I think you're better off focusing on organization and productivity. Yeah. Because those are the things that if you can get them right or like 80% right will help you do yeah, the other the things you try, yeah, that you're trying to yeah. attain. If you tr- jump into things without a plan, or with somebody else putting a plan on you, I also find that doesn't work long term. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, I'm gonna be three shakes a day, like, yeah, that'll work for a week. Yeah. Um, so productivity apps. So I'm gonna start with um, the business side of what I do, mm-hmm. which is, and my business this year joined an accelerator program, and part of that is having basically a business coach, um, which is amazing because hmm. it's sort of a cult. <laughs> They're very into like like all people. I'm not joking. I've never met people who only read business books, but like it's all they read. And they're always like, "Did you read this one?" I'm like, "Oh my god, they're all the same." And <laughs> I'm gonna. And they all like follow Tony Robbins. You know, they're like in this like oh, total god. culty like achievement productivity thing. But there's really good things to learn from that, so that you can pull out to use in your life. Um, because I just can't go on the. I can't read business books either. I find them to be mm-hmm. so boring. Um, so 
One is calendar. And I think we've talked about this before, but I do feel like January 1 is a great time to sit down and figure out what kind of calendar system works for you. Mm. I'm a paper person. I have everything digitally because I have to have it on my phone. So I, I use Fantastical. That is my, since my favorite calendar app was bought by Microsoft and killed. Of course. Sunrise. Um, Sunrise. Just was, after you got me into it. Oh my it God. Killed. It was the best app, which is why Microsoft bought it. But then they, they killed it. Yeah. Um, so I now use called, it's called Fantastical. Hmm. And it does the same thing. It pulls in all of your Gmail calendars. You can color code all of them. You can set your reminders. It does the RSVPing. So you know if someone sends you like a Gmail to a different email and you can't mm. actually RSVP, you can add it to your calendar, but you can't oh. tell them you're coming. Yeah. This, because it pulls all of your calendars, will allow you to RSVP. Smart. So I love that. It doesn't do what Sunrise did, which I loved, which is pull in people's LinkedIn profiles oh. when you were meeting them, because that was one of my favorite things, was to have that Yeah, I there. need the picture. But... It is a great calendar program. It consolidates everything. I do not use the mail program on the iPhone. I hate it. I don't like it. I don't like all my mailboxes jumbled and a big mm -hmm. thing like that. Um, so I like Fantastical. And then what I learned from my business coach um, is to schedule in, and I've talked with you about this, Amy, mm -hmm. everything that's important as yep. if it were a doctor appointment. I've been working on it. So if you are going to work out it is on your calendar. It's not, I hope I work out today. It's right. like. It's not a checklist. It's, it's not, an actual block of time. It's a block of time. And so the theory, there's this theory called rocks, which is, and I'll, we'll link to the video that he, this guy shows this great video of if you have giant rocks, gravel, sand, water. And you start out, you put the sand in first, and then maybe you put your gravel, and then you put some water, and then you try to get the rocks in. You can't fit everything in the tank. The only way to fit everything in the tank is to start with the big, giant rocks. Mm -hmm. And you, I think How to Be a Man has the video of this. You put the big rocks in first. Then you can pour the sand in, and it filters down mm -hmm. through the big rocks. And then you pour the gravel in again, it filters down, through, and then you can pour your water in, and it all fits. Mm -hmm. So it's the basic same thing with your calendar. Your rocks going first, and your rocks should be the things most important to you. So, or the things that can't be moved. Right. Like if you're doing pick up and drop off for your kids, mm -hmm. that can't be moved. That's like in your calendars. You're visually seeing it. Um, if you also work at home or you know volunteer or whatever you do, you put in email time. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's when you're going to check and respond to email. Yeah, not go back every ten minutes. Mm -hmm. You can put in an hour for social media. Like if social media is part of your life, put in, you actually physically put it in. Mm -hmm. You put in phone call time. So when people say, can we have a call? You're like, here's when I'm free. It's Tuesdays, Wednesday, you know, it's between two and four. That's right. it for phone call time. Um, and obviously you have flexibility in there. But when you do that and you visually lay it out, and this is a great thing for teens for study because teens also need to program their time this way um, or learn to. And if you have a kid who plays an instrument or a sport and they need practice, but I think more an instrument if they're having to do it on their own. Mm -hmm. When you put in the stuff that's most important, your rocks, and you should put in working out or whatever it is or making dinner, or whatever, all the crap, um, you do it because now it's in there. It's at, like that's what you're supposed to be doing at that time. Right. So why would you be doing something else? Right, and it makes it easier for you to say no to things. Mm -hmm. Because now you have your things scheduled and you can say to people, no, I can't just run over and do that because that's my whatever time. Yep. Um, it doesn't, I feel like 
when I first saw it, I was hysterical laughing. I'm like, that's hilarious for people that don't have children. Because um, when you have a kid, and and I will tell you that the second I walked out of the meeting where we talked about this, my daughter called and was like, I think I have lice. I'm like, seriously, not on the calendar. Like, now I get to go to Dwayne Reed. I got to get the lice shampoo. I'm going to spend three hours tonight combing out her freaking hair. You can't schedule it quite so tightly <laughs> that if work. lice crops up, right. you can't handle but it. But anyway, so I think starting with your calendar is probably the best way to start any productivity plan. Um, mm-hmm. And then have you seen the bullet journal? I have, but I'm not a paper person at all. It is no, I, I, I'm not interested in it at all. But, but but I should mention, like, all of my friends are crazy about it. So I started with the bullet journal because I thought, like, that's going to be great because I am a paper person. Like, I have to work out everything on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I think, better for people who are super artistic. Even the yeah. dude who started it, who he really just does bullets. But, like, when you look at the bullet journals, you're like, ooh, la, la. Yeah, they like, look pretty. Oh, my God. People have Pinterest boards full of them and, like, whatever. Right, like, I don't want my stuff. I just, I need it utilitarian to get it work. done. Yeah. So um, I found, because I was looking for my daughter, um, a company called Moshi Things makes, basically, a bullet journal already done for you. <laughs> so it has the year in front and then it breaks it down by month and then it breaks it down by week and then it breaks it down by day so if you have a kid who has long-term goals they're working on or you know finals or they're in those processes now mm-hmm. um it's just already made into a bullet journal for you nice so if you want to decorate it go ahead and then <laughs> can i upload it to a computer um, <laughs> it still has so to funny. be on paper, right? Somebody was looking. There is an app, and I have to find it, that was doing that. That, like, you took a picture of your thing, and then it, like, oh, somehow made work. it. I know. And I was like, that's, um. But I think that's, you're, I think the key to the bullet journal is you have to be a paper person. You do. And the thing is, it, it sounds very much like why I read everything on my phone and on my Kindle. Like, if it has to be in a book that I have to have with me all the time, it's not going to happen. Right. I'm a book person. Yeah. I can't read Just on my not going to happen. That's so funny. All right. What about you? So for me, um, I, I have been working a lot on time management because... Um, you know, I'd say going back about two years now, I've been working on it because I used to just sit down at my computer and say, okay, time to do things with no plan. And then hours would go by and all I had done was, you know, go on Facebook. So I really had to get organized. And um, I did start blocking time out on my calendar. And as, as the time has gone on, it's gotten more specific. Like it started out where I would just have like giant four hour chunks that said work. And then as I've gotten better at it, I've gotten more specific. Like I know that I need this much time for email. I know that I need this much time for Facebook and, and those kinds of things. Um, but the key for me was it, because we do work in social media. It's not like I can just ignore Facebook and Twitter for eight hours and then right. like do it for fun in the evening. Um, but I do need to turn it off when I'm writing. I need to turn it off when I'm doing other things. So um, there's this really, really great program called Freedom. And it's not free, but I have found it to be totally worth it. You can try it out for seven sessions, but then after that, it's $29 a year or $119 forever. But it covers all of your devices. So, you know, your phone, your tablet, your computers, whatever. And you can set up different modes where like, okay, this is what I need to do to work. I need to have access to this. I need to have access to this. I don't want to be able to see this. I don't want to be able to see this. And I need to do that for two hours. Oh, that's cool. And then that's it. Like, that's what you have access to for that two hours. You can't be distracted by the other things. Um, if you, if like, there's an emergency and you absolutely have to turn it off, you can, but it's not easy. And if you really, really want to make it 
make yourself positive that you won't be distracted, you can turn it on in a way that it can't be turned off. So, oh wow, yeah, that might be useful for kids. Yeah, um, so that they they for can't get around week. it. Yeah, like <laughs> even like turning your computer off and on, it won't shut right. it off. Like you're just you're out of that stuff. Um, so that's been really really handy. And the one annoying thing is that I'm on Android and it isn't available on Android yet. I'm hoping they fix that. Um, but I've been using something called OffTime for my phone, which is just for phones. And that's very similar, and it's free. So it's a nice supplement. And I'm not really on my phone during the day anyway if I'm at home. Right. So that doesn't really matter. But that's similar. Um, with OffTime, you can hide notifications for a certain amount of time. You can block calls and texts except for certain contacts that you always want to let through, like your kids or your husband or their school. Um, and again, with that one, you can kind of set different levels of how hard it is to turn it off. So you're not stuck with it. Um, the other thing that I've been doing is I, I still use Google Calendar. Like my entire life is on Google Calendar, so I'm not going to change that. But I never liked their to-do system. Like it's not mm -hmm. very flexible. It doesn't have many features. So I've been using an app called AnyDo. It's any.do. And it integrates with Google Calendar, and it just makes you, it lets you do your to-do list in a much more flexible way. Like, you can set better reminders than the ones on Google Calendar. You can divide them up into lists. Like, during the day, oh, that's I, cool. yeah, I don't want to see, like, my shopping to-do right. list while I'm working. <laughs> I don't want to see my work to-do list while I'm shopping. So, it's just, it's helped categorize things in my head. So those have been really helpful, and I've my time management has been a lot better. And it, it's this is stuff that I've been working on for a long time. I do not do resolutions because I'm a perfectionist. And Rebecca, you know me well enough to know that doesn't mean I do things perfectly, because much of my life is a disaster. <laughs> it means that if I can't do it perfectly, it doesn't get done. Right. So when I used to do resolutions, right. perfect is the end. Yeah, I've done exactly, <laughs> and. So when I was younger and used to try to do resolutions, if I messed up on January 5th, that was it. I was like, okay, I'm done with that until next year. So right. resolutions and my brain do not get along. Not for the, you know, not in September for the start of school, not on my birthday, nothing. Like I just have to start working on something and keep going. So hats off to people who can do resolutions. I know a lot of my friends do words of the year. I think that's right, a little the better. One word. That, I think that's a little better. That's a little less rigid. Or a vision board. Uh, that's a little artsy, craftsy, worky yeah, for me. It's too much work for me. Too. Picking a word I could do. People are doing vision boards now on Pinterest, which I find really interesting. That would be easier because that's probably a lot easier. Like if yeah. you're already seeing things that you want or do, and I think it's yeah. a I do think it's a good tool with your kids. I yeah. think that those kind of productivity tools can be brought down for kids. Um, one of the books that I gave both my daughters when they started middle school, maybe, or maybe like seventh grade when they started doing papers was Bird by Bird, the Anne Lamott book. Oh. It's really about writing, but it's also about your life. So the whole premise of the book is when she was like in third grade, she had this project and it was like all the birds of North America <laughs> that she had to do this mm -hmm. giant project on. And she just had a total meltdown and a crying fit. And her dad said to her, you're not doing all the birds. You're doing it bird by bird. 
And so that's the premise is like, you can't look at these giant tasks. Mm -hmm. You can't say to yourself, I'm going to lose 50 pounds, right? Or I'm going to work out five days a week. Right. You have to break it down. So let's set the, mine is an elephant. How do you eat the elephant? Right. One bite at a time. That's the vegetarian talking right there. (laughs) (laughs) Breaking down the elephant. Um, It was really funny is this week's Top Chef was a whole pig it just reminds me of that they were like now we gotta break it down <laughs> hey i had dinner the other night in a steakhouse and it was the best dinner i've ever had oh you love so steakhouses love steakhouses um so yeah but it is i, I actually really recommend that book too if you have a, a older tween or a teen because i think it's easy to be overwhelmed and like you said give up on day five because you didn't attain this big thing so mm-hmm. that is what i always say is set your 90 day goal and break it down to 30-day goals and yeah. break it down. And give Just, yourself a reward when you meet that goal. Yeah, yeah, like potty training. Like when you yeah. potty trained your kids, you didn't wait till they were fully done to reward right. them. You rewarded them with each little right. goal that they you met. You thought they were going to grow up thinking the world was going to applaud every time they went to yeah. the bathroom. Every time you pee, you get M&Ms. You get M&Ms. <laughs> but, um, but it does work, right? So whatever your treat is, um, you do that. So if it's, I'm going to write three pages and then I get to play... Candy Crush, then you do that. If it's I get to go on Facebook, if it's I get, you know, whatever your treat yeah. is, um, try not to make it food because <laughs> um, that probably counters a different goal you had. But yeah, so that's a goal. And I just pass that on to your kids. All right, we'll be right back to talk about resolutions, um, <laughs> which we obviously aren't very good at, but we'll talk about it. We'll We're going to talk, talk about, about other people's resolutions. Other people's parenting yeah. resolutions that we crowdsourced. We'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. So this week, we are brought to you by Bitdefender Box. And Rebecca, let me ask you, um, how many devices are you connected to with your Wi-Fi in your house? Oh, my God. Your apartment? I can't even imagine how many things are connected. Like my printer, my Alexa, Mm -hmm. my Xbox. Mm -hmm. Do you have a smart TV? No. No baby monitor anymore. No, but I have the Amazon Fire. Amazon Fire. Amazon Fire TV stick. Um, Smart thermostat? No. No? Okay. Pre-work co-op. That's never going to happen. Ah, okay. Good old radiator that you have to turn on the knob. (laughs) Smart light bulbs? Yes. Smart refrigerator? No. Smart washing machine? No washing machine. Okay, but there are so many. (laughs) Oh, see, I need the smart washing machine. I need it to tell me when the laundry's done so I don't forget it. I can't have a washing machine again. I'm in a pre-work co-op. For you. All right. Well, if you had one, there's a good chance it would be connected because I, I think most people don't realize they probably are already living in a smart home. They don't think of it like that, but when you think of how many devices, even like, you know, stoves and toasters these days can be connected to the internet. And do you remember a couple months ago when Twitter and a bunch of websites were taken down? Yep. Yeah. It was a huge attack. And that attack used unsecured smart home devices to just, you know, ping one website, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of times. Yeah. And that happened because these smart devices in our homes, often they are not secure. Um, You know, some of them you can't even like, like, can you secure a light bulb? I don't even know if you can like put a password on a light bulb. I have no idea. No. Um, In fact, there's one story on the Bitdefender website that we'll link to where a hacker got the system to think that he was a light bulb. And tricked, he tricked the other light bulbs into giving up the name and password of the network. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So how do you stop that? Well, there's this thing called Bitdefender Box. And it, it's 
amazing because instead of having to install something on each of your devices, on each of those smart home items or on each of your computers, each of your cell phones, it actually does it at the internet level. It scans everything coming in and out for threats, for malware, for um, phishing scams, for hackers, for people trying to, to do things that they're not supposed to be doing with your network. And so instead of having to do it at the device level, if you're on Wi-Fi and you've got the Bitdefender box connected, you're protected. It's as easy as that. I think that's what people don't realize, is that yeah. their own devices are getting used, mm-hmm. not necessarily against them. But against somebody against else. Against the government, against huge systems. Or to send out spam. Right. I mean, they, they can be used in ways that most people don't even think of, because we don't think of like a baby monitor as a smart device. Right. But it is. If it's connected to your Wi-Fi, it's, it's doing things. So the Bitdefender box, um, it will look for all of this stuff constantly. It'll scan it. It will let you know if something bad is happening. It will block it. Um, and he, this is actually the part that I love the most. It doesn't just work inside your home. When you have um, the box in your house and then you take, say, your tablet or your computer or your phone outside, you can set out a, set up a virtual personal network, virtual private VPN. Is it personal yeah. network or private network? Whichever one. You can set up a VPN to go, everything goes back through your Bitdefender box so that even if you're like half the world away, you can still connect to your box and be protected. So you don't have to oh, worry. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And like that's something that people pay for right? Like separately through other services and that's included in Bitdefender box. And you can um, you can also, if you, if you want, you can use Bitdefender box to do things like update your computers. Um, you can install something that will protect you against offline threats. Like uh, if you have a, if somebody gives you a flash drive with a virus, oh, you can protect good. against that. So like you're just, you're covered in so many different oh ways. Oh my God, you so need this if you have kids. Yes. The amount of crap that they are constantly downloading <laughs> and putting on computers with not and clicking on, or if you have Parents, like honestly, like old your older parents, on everything. Yeah, you know what? Every few months, I used to have to go through my daughter's computer and just spend a couple of hours cleaning it out. And so, my first experience with Bitdefender was putting their antivirus software on her computer, which was one of the smartest things that I've done. But this takes the place of that. Like this, it's not at the device level. It's if it's online, if it's on your Wi-Fi, you're protected. So she wouldn't be able to go to those scammy sites. (laughs) God. Yeah. So it's we we need this. It's you can go to um, bitdefender.com slash box and you can buy the box for one hundred twenty nine dollars right now. It's normally two hundred dollars. And a year of service is $99, but that's replacing so many other services that people pay for. Right. And cell phones, do you have antivirus on your cell phone? No. I don't think I do. Like, it's it's not something... I have no idea. It's not something that I think about. No. It's just... And it's that's not, probably the most vulnerable at this point. Yeah. that's I, where we're doing everything. Yeah. And they're like little computers, but people right. don't think of them like that. They're supercomputers. Yeah. So this covers so many different things, and it's really easy to install. You know, they've designed it for non-techie people. So you don't need to, you know, know what your router and modem are doing inside to, to right. figure this out. It installs with an app. Um and, you know, I always have a soft spot in my heart for Windows Phone. You cannot install it w- with Windows Phone, but it will protect your Windows Phone. So you're set with that if you've still got a Windows Phone. Um, you can put uh, 
you can put URLs on a blacklist, but uh, Bitdefender itself has a huge list of URLs that should be blacklisted for everybody that are dangerous, that are malware, that are trying to get your information. And so they just won't let your computer um, connect to it or they'll warn you, um, which is what my daughter needs. Um, Yeah, go to bitdefender.com slash box. They actually have... Uh, a new version of the box coming out I think this summer. I'm not sure they have a date yet. I'm going to be meeting with them at CES this week to talk about it. Um, So we'll have information about the new version, but this version is great. It's been out already. It's, you know, used by tons of people and it's just as good as their software, which has been proven in many, many tests to block everything it's supposed to block and and work really well. so go to bitdefender.com slash box, check it out, and we'll have more information on our website. Yeah, and protect yourself for the new year. That's a good resolution. That is a good resolution, because <laughs> seriously, it's it's stuff that I never even thought about. Your smart thermostat. Right. Who would think of that yeah, as just, vulnerable? Just set it all up, people. Yep. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking tech, apps, entertainment, and issues around parenting the digital generation. This is Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. All right, we are back with our parenting resolutions. And, you know, it's so funny. I never set parenting resolutions, and I write for the Huggies.com site. And last year they asked me to write an article about parenting resolutions. And I was like, that's such a weird concept. Yeah. Um, and I reached out to a bunch of people and, and then sure enough, got some parenting resolutions from people. Oh, same here. Lots of people do them. Lots of people, right? So I, I don't know how people stick to them or if they share them with their kids or what, but I think it's totally worth doing and maybe telling your kids what they are so your kids know too. Yeah. I don't know. I still think, especially for kids, maybe the start of the school year is a better time. I think so too. I think New Year's is weird. Yeah. But hey, you know what? It's the winter doldrums for those of us in the right. in the Northeast. Maybe you need something to keep you focused and you know looking towards spring. I right. My daughter, one of them last year started um, a gratitude jar. So every day she writes down one little thing on a scrap of paper and sticks it in this mason jar. And then on the 31st, she reads all of them so she can remind herself of all the good things. And so this year she did it. She's like, I wrote all these like inside jokes to myself that I thought I would understand. And I don't understand any of them. She's like, seriously, this one says shoulders. I don't know what that means. She was, it was so It's a nice funny. idea, though. It was a nice idea, but maybe be more specific and not think that you're going to understand what you wrote if you're mm-hmm. writing just funny things that you were hilarious to at the time. I, I've remember. heard of people who do that for the whole year. They try, you know, they keep the, the jar and then at the end of the year, like this year would have been a good time to do that when everybody was talking about how crappy 2016 right. was. But then to you can actually go through and remember all the good things that happened. All right. So yeah. tell me some parenting resolutions. So <laughs> I, I think I, this one is my favorite. I'm resolving to stop being such a lazy parent this year. Um, Wait, was that you? No, no. This is my <laughs> friend like, Kate weird. Lawrence Johnson. And, and we'll, we'll link. Some of these people are bloggers. And if they are, we'll link to their blogs Um on the on the website on parentingbites.com. So what she mean by that? Um, and what she means by that, and I totally get this. What she means by that is making her kids do things for themselves. Right. And I get it. It's it's so much easier to just do it yourself than to teach your kid to do it and make them do it. Yeah. So, and watch them do it wrong. Right. Watch them do it wrong and be frustrating. And make a mess. Yeah. So it seems counterintuitive that like you're being lazy by doing everything for them, but it's totally true. So I think that that's an excellent resolution for everybody. Yeah. My son does his own laundry 
but that's in air quotes because a lot of the time what will happen is like he'll remember on Sunday night that he needs to do it and he'll put it in before bed and then I have to get it out and put it in the dryer before I go to bed and then like it's still in there when I need the dryer the next day so So I end up folding it. Yeah, so like he's halfway there but I really need him to take total ownership. He's actually just on to you. (laughs) He's just totally on to you. Yeah, I mean maybe like if I ban him from the washing machine on Sunday. Maybe if you dump it wet on his bed. That would do it like at midnight. Um, I I don't think I could make myself do that but it would work. Um, but yeah, so stuff like that. I think that that's a really good thing for everybody because then you make your life. And it is harder in the beginning. Like yes. every single thing that we've done as parents, my husband and I, whether it was sleep or, you know, making them do things for themselves, it's harder in the beginning. But once you get over that beginning part, then you're like, oh, why didn't I do this years ago? Right. So I think that's a great one. Um Kim, who we both know, she's Kimberly Coleman. She actually designed my websites and and she's a blogger. Um, She said, this year I'm working on teaching my sons to be better givers year round. They're going to have a to give list that they add to and cross things off of each month um, because, you know, better visually. So they want to actually like have it somewhere where everybody can see it and do things and then cross them off. And I think that's great. I think her kids are like, I think they're still around like the... 9, 10, 11, 12. I think they're age. 9 and 11. Yeah, and that's 9 and 12. Yeah, that's a great age to really. She's also that. such a good person. See, she's just shamed all of us. Yeah, so I'm like, totally. that's nice. My friend used to do that for um, Lent. Instead of giving something up, she used to do something oh, proactively so every better. day. It was great. That's a really good idea. Um, <laughs> this, this is one that I totally need to do. This is from someone who has five kids, including triplets, um, Alicia Gonzalez. And she needs to um, let go of all the little things. And I, that's good advice for everybody, yeah. especially parents. But parents especially. Yeah. Um, now, our friend Babette, Babette Roberts, who was on the show. Cat um, mom. Yep. She is resolving to start meditation with her sons again. And I asked her, I was like, well, is that something that they liked? Like, is this something that you have to make them do? I think my daughter would be into it. I think if I tried to make my son do it, he would be as resistant to it as I would be. Right. Um, she said that it was something that she had to push, but then one of her kids got really into it. But despite one of them not being into it, when they would do this for five minutes after school, she said it just changed their whole energy for the entire evening, even the one who wasn't into it. Well, so, you can do it on the Alexa. There's an Alexa meditation skill, and you can say, Alexa, do a, do a five-minute meditation. Oh, that's right. I did hear that. Yeah, yeah. That's neat. Okay, so go home every day after school. Put it on your calendar. Put it on your calendar. <laughs> so that you Tell, do it. No, do one better. Do an IFTTT, and, and if to this, Alexa. then that, that when you walk in your door in the afternoon... Alexa starts your meditation, and then it's all automated, and you just have to go. Um, Okay, so got a couple more here. Um, This is ambitious. My friend Megan Davidson, her family made a resolution to do a serious multi-day backpacking trip. Wow. That's a huge goal. In the U.S. or just anywhere? She didn't say. Um, And then, like, that's, I don't know, that's. That's more of a big plan than a resolution, but that's... That's like a goal for the year, right? Yeah. Like a... I wouldn't do that with my kids. I, I don't want to be in the woods with my kids. I don't for, want to backpack yeah. without my kids. I don't want to backpack at all. I, back, I never wanted to backpack. I backpacked with my husband when we when we were in our mid-20s. And even in our mid-20s, we were the oldest ones out there. Right. Yeah. It was really weird. Um, and then the last one is, and I like this one, um, to start the day with a little exercise. Trampoline for the kids and burpees for the parents. And they get weekly rewards and keep track. That's and cool. You that seems a seven-minute workout. Yeah. That seems easy enough that it, you're not going to forget it by February. 
Right. You know, like go on the trampoline for five minutes. It's I hope not there's something. somewhere warm. Well, you can, maybe <laughs> it's like on one the of the Maybe it's outside. one of those like little mini trampolines. Oh. You know, that you can inside? have in your living room. I don't know. I don't know where they live. That's, That's Serena an interesting Apple. resolution. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or, oh, That's and funny. she's got more. It's also to pack a week's worth of lunches on Sundays if they can get to it or pack them at night if they can't. Just to make mornings a little less right. crazy. I, I, that's a hard one because I think everything gets soggy. Like you can't do a week's worth on Sunday. People do it, and I don't understand how. Like they do it and they freeze it, and then they add like the vegetables that morning. I'm just not that organized. I, I just think bread is gross in the fridge. So if you're making yeah. sandwiches, you can't really do that. I do. They. I mean, I make their their lunches get made the night before, mm-hmm. um, but. I don't know. A week's worth is a lot. We do. So I'll tell you one of the things we do now, my daughters do, is overnight oats in mason jars. We found this great site that had like a base recipe and then like a million variations. Are you actually doing them in mason jars? Uh It's very trendy. They're totally in mason jars. You should put them on And the only reason I have them in mason jars is because my sister bought my daughters a pickling kit at Uh, one point. So I had 12 mason jars. Now they're holding oatmeal. And now they're holding oatmeal. And also popcorn kernels in a different closet. Um, But... You, it's something your kids can totally do because it's just dump and mix, mm-hmm. and it's a very basic recipe. And then they do variations. So like last night they made like the blackberry cheesecake and like a chocolate coconut and a mm-hmm. chocolate peanut butter banana. So they have three different options. How far ahead can you do them? They you can they last all week. Oh, nice. it's just oatmeal, yogurt, whatever kind of milk you want to use. They My do daughter would milk. love. Okay, you need to send. We'll post the uh, link. Yeah, My we'll daughter would link. love that. It's so easy, and then like a little vanilla extract. It's great. And they turn because you put chia seeds in them, mm-hmm. which I don't like. But in this, it, you need them because it makes it like a pudding. Oh. So you end up with like an oatmeal pudding every morning in okay. different flavors. Um, and my daughters don't even like oatmeal. And they do this and they love it. My daughter loves oatmeal yeah. and yogurt. So, so she would love it's it. perfect. Um, I like that make-ahead stuff. My resolution's like always the same every year, which is just to have more patience. <laughs> and yeah. now that they're older, I don't, it's not as big a deal. It's not. It's like it was much bigger deal when they were little. It because when they're little, you can't really explain to them why you need them to cut it out. Right. But now that they're older, like they get it. They can see when I'm getting stressed. Right. And when you can I say, even just be like, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really gonna do that? They get it better, and they also understand the cause and effect better. Of if they just do what I say, their lives will be much right. much happier. Yeah. I mean, I think that's that's probably just the key. I think my entire, if I had a parenting resolution, would be just to like chill and help my kids chill like I just feel like high school Mm -hmm. is so stressful on its own um that they just need it's just to like make sure they have what they need to like get their shit done with minimum anxiety Mm -hmm. like we have supplies do we have printer toner (laughs) just keeping up on that stuff so that there's less anxiety in the house automate that stuff too you know do Uh, the hp automatic ink thing i love that i never have to worry about buying ink no it's amazing um, yeah, and and Amazon subscribe and save. Mm-hmm. I'm like a huge subscribe and save fan. Me too. Even if you're not really saving, you can see that you're But you are. Sometimes you, you are. are. I save like 15 to 20% on things. I know, but it's probably still, like, sometimes, I think they you mean You mean more up. than, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's definitely less than if you just buy it once on Amazon. But yes. you're right. I don't do a lot of comparison shopping right. off of Amazon because I don't want to go to a store. Well, that's the thing is in Manhattan, it's definitely cheaper. Yeah. Amazon. Like, there's just no comparison to what, like, bounty paper town yeah, costs. It's coming to my house. But it's coming to my house in the world's biggest box. Every every time to- the toilet paper and the paper towel comes to my house, I'm like, what? Just It's like a sofa arrives at our house. <laughs> He's like, what just happened? I'm like, I don't know. We could put a dead body in this box after. I'm like, it's awesome. Um, all right. So that is those are our resolutions, which we didn't really make. We didn't really do any. We're bad. 
you well, and I. I don't think we're bad. I think Maybe that our we kids just, are too old. We have a bigger view of the year, and we don't tie ourselves to turning everything over in one day. Right. Yeah. That's okay. Because we know that doesn't work for us. Perfect. All right. We will be back with our Bites of the Week. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. All right, we are back with our Bites of the Week. Amy? So I have been using this really, really great site um, called Panna Cooking. And I only discovered it a couple of weeks ago. I shouldn't say I'm using it. I've been looking at the videos. I haven't had time to cook anything yet because I don't think I've cooked anything in the past couple of weeks that wasn't plated because oh we were God. just in we were just busy in holiday mode. I cooked for 13 people. Pretty I much cooked every Christmas night dinner. Vacation. Oh my God! 13. I was with my in-laws. There were 13 of us, and Dear somehow Lord. I ended up cooking. No, like I cooked Christmas dinner. I did some plated meals. Um, the rest we were just very busy for the 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 holiday weeks and someone was always sick so <laughs> there was just stuff going on so i can't wait to start using the videos on this site called panna it's p-a-n-n-a it's panna cooking and we'll we'll put a link on the website um i don't know if, if are you the kind of person who likes to cook to videos or do you like written instructions i like written instructions but i'm happy to like watch the video first to make yeah. sure i'm doing it right and, and then... i yeah, and like I want the video for certain skills. Yeah, like if there's anything that's a little tricky, or like to see what something is supposed to look like. And this this website, it's all cooking videos, but it's cooking videos by James Beard Award winning chefs. That's so, awesome. Yeah, these are like tried and true videos, tried and true recipes from their um, their restaurants. So it's not like you know some right. untested because it's thing. hard because restaurant cooking. That's why restaurant cookbooks are often so bad. Mm-hmm. It's because it's very hard to translate that to the home right. cook. Yeah, and like you know they're working with different equipment. Yeah. No, these are like they they show you in a real you know home kitchen with real stuff. And um, there are also just separate a ton of like dozens and dozens of standalone videos showing you different skills. Which is that—that's the part that I've been that's watching. That's cool. A lot. Knife skills is really a good yes. thing to watch. Yeah, it's, and carving and stuff mm-hmm. like that. All that kind of stuff, um, and even just basic stuff too, like like how to tell if your oil is ready without a thermometer, right? Stuff like that. So um, yeah, it's 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 been great, despite the fact that they put a recipe with anchovies in the vegetarian section. I keep meaning to write to them about that. Um, that's so interesting. You know, I wonder if it's. Anchovies are one of those weird ingredients because you're usually dissolving them yeah. in the oil, where it's like just for that umami flavor right. that they like probably don't consider it a fish. Right, right. And a lot of people don't consider fish like non-vegetarian anyway. Right. Um, but yeah, so I, I just remember that like every time I look in the vegetarian section, it's like right there right. that one with anchovies. They're considering it probably like a flavoring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, just really interesting recipes, really great videos, really high quality. And um, it is a pay site, but it's so cheap. It's nineteen ninety nine for a year. Oh, yeah. It's totally yeah. worth it. Yeah, just do it. It's like so much cheaper than America's Test Kitchen and all those other right. ones, which we all pay for. So, yep. <laughs> um, God. Yeah. Awesome. So my bite. So I was like freakishly sad about Carrie Fisher. Mm. Like I could not. I mean, I was away and whatever, but like I just and I still I cannot believe that she died. I could believe Debbie. I actually when she died, I said to my husband, Debbie Reynolds is going to die tomorrow. And and she did um, because there was no doubt in my mind. So um, she just her book just came out. So she's been the princess diarist has just come out and it came out I don't know maybe like three weeks ago. So she's been on this book tour 
um, and had an amazing interview on Fresh Air with Terry Gross. This week, because she died, they put up an episode with all three of her interviews with Terry Gross from 1990 when Postcards from the Edge came out. And then... I don't remember when it was. Maybe 2000 when Surrender the Pink, when her book came out, and then just last month when Mm -hmm. this came out. And it's so good. I mean, it's almost like not enough. Like, you want the full interviews. It's like excerpts Mm -hmm. from each one. Um, But I was so horrified that you hadn't seen Singing in the Rain. Mm -hmm. Postcards from the Edge, I understand you hadn't seen, which is you have to see. Because it has one of the greatest scenes in all of movie dumb between a mother and a daughter, which is... Shirley MacLaine plays the Debbie Reynolds character. Mm-hmm. Her in the hospital putting her face back on oh my to go out. So putting on the fake eyelashes, drawing in the eyebrows. Like the two of them doing this together. Like the Meryl Streep who plays Carrie Fisher like doing this for her. It's one of like the best scenes ever. Um, but Singing in the Rain. <laughs> if you haven't seen Singing in the Rain... <laughs> It's like not reading The Great Gatsby. It is like a piece of American history that you must see. Um, So she was 19 singing in the rain. Carrie Fisher was 19 as Princess Leia. So they both had their big breakout Mm -hmm. iconic roles at the age of 19. Um, But you have to see singing in the rain. And I will. Just happens that one of my daughters and I, we were home. She was homesick and we I rented it. I was like, we're going to watch Singing in the Rain. She had never seen it. And we sat and we watched it. And she was like, I don't know, to a teenager today, you can't fathom that kind of talent. Like, mm-hmm. she, my, the whole time my daughter was like, and really she was talking more about Gene Kelly, but she was like, I don't understand. Right. <laughs> like, what am I watching? And also Make Him Laugh is in Singing in the Rain, which is one of the most famous vaudeville mm-hmm comedy dance scenes ever um, and and we should note that debbie reynolds wasn't really a dancer and like the fact that she wasn't keeps up with those guys ever a dancer yeah, gene she, kelly taught her to dance for that film yeah she was talking about how at the end of of the day there would her shoes would be filled with blood yeah. because she didn't have those callous dancer feet yeah you know, that they had yeah it's and, amazing. The tap, and relentless i mean you know 12 14 hours a day um but what also is amazing about singing in the rain as like a very important American film is that it is about the history of film, mm-hmm. of American film. So it's about the his, the transition from silent film to talkies. And so like one of the great comedic performances of all time is the actress who plays Lena, who has the horrible, horrible voice that Debbie Reynolds has to dub oh, no. <laughs> when she makes the transition to talking. Um, but anyway, Rent, Singing in the Rain. I will. Watch it. I I'm not going to tell you to rent Star Wars because, like, duh. Yeah, we own it in every yeah, format like You've seen possible. Star Wars. I'm assuming you've all seen Star Wars. But watch Postcards from the Edge. It's not a movie to watch with your kids. Um, Although I did listen to the audiobook in the car with them on the way to Buffalo <laughs> during break. <laughs> there you go. Which is abridged, which is aggravating. There is no oh. full. And it's Carrie Fisher reading it, so I want the full thing. Right. But there is no full thing. See the movie. The movie's directed by Mike Nichols, like yeah. Meryl Streep. Played. I mean, it's so good. Yeah. Um, but it's I like will. a total mother-daughter film. It's a great film. Postcards then, from the Edge, is it appropriate for, like, Fiona's age? Like, the book is... The book wasn't terrible. I think it's appropriate, but probably not that enjoyable. Okay. That's what I would say. Like, when you're dealing with a woman in her 40s who just got out of rehab and her, like, starlet mother, (laughs) her fading starlet mother who's still an attention hog, it's sort of a weird... Be a good movie for me and my mother. Yes. Um... I think my favorite Carrie Fisher role, though, is her role in Harry Met Sally. Oh, me too. I lo- oh, it's my oh, favorite. It's the best. She's, love that's it. the best. Um, which was also just on TV. We just watched that, too. It's always on TV. Like and now she and Bruno Kirby are gone. I know. Both of them. He's less of a loss to me. Oh, but he, he was, was enjoyable. so good in that. He was great. Yeah. 
Um, but she's so, I just, I can't believe it. I still can't believe it. I can't imagine being on the flight. I feel bad for her daughter. Like I, the whole thing. I'm like, her daughter lost her mom and her grandmother in two days. Like yeah. the whole thing. Um, anyway, so watch those, watch those movies. Um, and read Carrie Fisher's writing because it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that is my bite of the week. Um, happy New Year. We are back. Next week is show 100. In the meantime, you can check us out on parentingbites.com and facebook.com slash parentingbites. On iTunes, rate, review, subscribe on Play.it, where you can find Parenting Bites and all the CBS podcasts. Until next week, back from Vegas. Yes. Um, we will have a really fun show. Until then, happy parenting. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs>